Welcome to the Sales and Presentation Podcast, helping you win more sales and deliver awesome presentations. And now, here is your host, Trevor Lee. In this episode of the Sales and Presentation Podcast, I'm going to share with you thoughts and ideas for how to enhance the interaction you have with customers and to emphasize to you that that interaction, regardless of what level within your organization it occurs, can have a very significant effect on sales. Welcome everybody to episode 41 of the Sales and Presentation Podcast. My name is Trevor Lee and this is the podcast for businesses and individuals who want to transform their approach to sales, deliver awesome presentations and win more sales pitches. I'm here every week to share with you top tips and ideas. If you have a top tip for sales or presenting and would like to share it on the show, then please drop me a line to podcast at trevorleemedia.co.uk and we'll fix up an audio recording opportunity. Or if you have a question you would like to answer, email it to me, podcast at trevorleemedia.co.uk and I will aim to answer your sales or presentation question on air. So before we get into today's show, a reminder that if you do want to re-energise your sales activity or your sales team, or indeed you need help to deliver a really important presentation or grow confidence in your team as presenters, then let's have a conversation about how I can help you through my training programs, sell more and deliver awesome presentations. Okay, let's get on with today's show. So in today's show, I thought it would be really useful to just emphasize about the interaction with people. Richard Denny is a sales trainer of note. He's been sales training across Europe for a long, long time. And I remember reading one of Richard's books and he had two key words that he said were really, really important to success in sales. And they were knowledge and attitude. And I'm going to suggest that actually we need to add a couple more to the end of those to give what I think is sort of a complete message to our sales organisations. Knowledge, attitude, idea and follow through. So if you're a salesperson or you're involved in customer interactions, then I think those are the things that customers are looking for. And of course, the vast majority of customers deal with people who don't see themselves as salespeople. They are the people that the customers place the order with. They phone them up. They come and see them. They book online, whatever it might be. But if you want to stand out from your competition and you want to give yourself the best chance of growing your sales in 2019, then I think having those four things work in your favour will be really advantageous. So let's have a look at them individually. First up, let's think about knowledge. So knowledge, knowledge is power, isn't it? That's the phrase that's often used. So in this context, I think knowledge is not just about your product. Clearly, you need to know everything there is about your product or service. But I think knowledge also extends to your market. It extends to what your customers need. It extends to what your competitors are offering. 
So if you're fully knowledgeable about everything that's going on in your in the environment in which you operate, that's going to be really advantageous to your customers because they will benefit from the knowledge that you are sharing with them. Think about how are you and your team making sure that you are as knowledgeable about what's going on as possible? Because, you know, one of the great challenges in life, in business life, is keeping up with your customers because they can access knowledge in a, in a way that they've never been able to before because it's all at their fingertips in the same way it is yours as well. And so you really don't want to be put in a position where your customers know more about your products and services. They know more about the marketplace. They know more about the competition than you do. And it is relatively easy for them to do that if they really want to. Ensure that you and all your people are highly knowledgeable because that will be a great asset to you when you're looking to grow sales. So that's knowledge. What about attitude? Where does that fit in? How many times have you been put off buying something from an organisation because you didn't like the attitude of the person you were dealing with? I'm sure that has happened to everyone who is listening to this podcast. So that's a sales opportunity lost simply because of a poor attitude. And it's really hard, isn't it? You know, sometimes for people to not be put off by what they perceive to be a poor attitude. Consequently, of course, if you've got a great attitude, then customers are going to recognise that and they're going to really respond to that and they're going to tell other people about how great you are. So how can you be, how can you have a good attitude? It's simply, I think, about being friendly and, and really looking as though you really care about what the customer needs. It's being able to build that rapport, create some sort of what I might call likability. And if that means having a bit of humour in there, that's fine. Don't, don't go over the top on humour, though, because sometimes I find people can go a little bit OTT on the, on the sort of palliness, if you like. And I think as a customer, that puts me off sometimes. So you've got to get the balance right, which means you've got to understand people. And we live in a digital age, but people understanding people because people buy from people is probably more paramount now than it ever has been because you get fewer and fewer probably chances to interact with people. So when you do, you've really got to make the most of them. That's the kind of thing that I'm thinking about from an attitude point of view. So what about idea and follow through? What do I mean by that? Well, I think as a salesperson or indeed any person who is having a customer interaction, part of what you have to do these days is you have to give people ideas about how to make full use of the product or service you're offering. Because otherwise, you know, they could just go online, couldn't they, and buy it, frankly, most of the time. They don't need to speak to you. So you need to give them ideas and help. And the way I describe that is to say, don't just be an implementer. Don't just focus on the features of the product or service you're offering. Think very much about what it's going to bring to the customer when they've purchased it. In other words, the benefits that they personally are going to enjoy. And of course, those benefits vary from customer to customer. The features of a product or service are the same. They were put in whatever it was designed or made. But each individual customer will have individual benefits from it. So think about that as how you can do that. 
I remember, you know, years ago when I first started out in advertising, people knew about, you know, customers knew about advertising and they knew about my product, the local paper. But often what they didn't have was ideas as to how they could use it. And I sold more advertising simply by taking a few sketches. I was no artist, but I could visualise an idea and I could sketch it out or use some uh, artwork books to, to create sort of rough copies of potential ads. And that's what people were buying. They were buying the idea of me because they liked the idea and they liked the the thought that I'd actually put some effort into it as well. So the easiest way to sell advertising and probably the easiest way to sell most things these days is to is to present people with ideas and choices. And I I, I usually think three alternatives is, is a great way. So if you've got three ideas for someone as to how to use your, you know, which of your products or services to buy, I think you increase your chances of someone getting to say yes. So what do I mean by follow through? In a lot of companies, a lot of organisations, people are good at taking the order from customers. So yeah, I could get that, I could do that, and all that, la, 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 la. But they're not necessarily then so good at thinking about what happens next because that gets so handed over to logistics or operations, delivery, distribution, whatever you want to call it. You really need to be on top of your game when you follow through on someone's order now. And usually that involves the delivery time, making sure that people are in the loop. They know what's happening. So if you're delivering a service, they know when that's going to happen. It's all agreed. If it's a product, when it's going to arrive, how easy is it going to be for the customer to assemble it, and start using it, that sort of thing. So, you know, we are living in an age where if we get a delivery from someone, we expect a text to say your delivery will be here and it will be delivered by the delivery driver whose name is Frank and he'll be there between 12.59 and 13.59 as they do, which I love. I think that's great rather than one o'clock or two o'clock. So follow through is important. Customers are used to getting great follow through from certain organisations. So if you want to compete not necessarily the really big boys, but in your own marketplace with your own level of competition, then you can stand out if you've got great knowledge, you've got people with a great attitude, you've got ideas and you follow through when the customers place their order. And the whole point of this is that recognising that people do buy from people. So talk to people. In last week's podcast, I talked about saying, you know, don't email people if you want to sell them something or talk to them about an idea. Talk to them. Give them a call. And if you're employing people, it's one of the biggest challenges in business today is employing the right people because people move around a lot. And there's a big demand for good people. So, you know, if you can get people who are good with people, then that's gonna, they're going to be really, really significant. And if you're looking you know, to move up the ladder, then your people skills will help you achieve that. That will be often as important as any other skill that you have, is the way that you interact with people, be they within your organisation or with customers. People skills, really important in a digital world. And in all of this, ladies and gentlemen, you know, think about your company and yourself as being a really useful asset to your customer one that they will find hard to replace. So never be complacent with a customer. No matter how long you've been working with that customer, always think about what extra value can you bring to the table. Every time you have an interaction, they need as a customer to feel as though you've added something and you've made something worthwhile to them and it's been worth their while continuing with you. Because customer loyalty, does it really, really exist? If you didn't deliver a great product or service to me, it doesn't matter how long I've been buying it, I am gonna be looking somewhere else. So, you know, don't get drawn into the fact that someone's been with you for 20 years, always bought from you, that's complacency. 
You've got to keep adding value all the way through that relationship. And that's not easy to do in the in the mayhem sometimes of everyday business. So there we go, ladies and gentlemen. I hope that's been useful for you. I hope you got some ideas around that. So do a check. You know, how knowledgeable are you and your people? What sort of attitude do they have? And one way of checking both those is to do some mystery shopping. To get someone to call your business or call your business yourself, depending on how big it is, and see what it's like to buy. And in a future podcast, we'll look at, you know, the buying process and how easy is it to buy from your customers and the fact that a lot of them are making decisions now before they make any contact with you in the first place. So there we go, ladies and gentlemen. People is a really important thing in business. We live in a digital age, but people buy from people. So work hard with your people and your people interactions. That's it. That's the end of today's podcast. I hope that's been really useful and I hope that will help you grow your sales. Uh, going forward and of course all these podcasts are designed to help you grow your sales to help you deliver awesome presentations and win more sales pitches if you're new to this podcast then please do hit the subscribe button on your podcast app or itunes or however you listen to the podcast in the first place and if you like what you've heard then it would be great if you could leave me a review that would be really awesome and as i said at the start of the show if you would like to come on the show and uh, share a tip for growing sales or delivering great presentations then drop me a line uh, podcast at Trevor Media and that's lwe.co.uk and we'll fix up an audio recording which hopefully we can use as part of a future show likewise if you've got a question about sales or presenting then then email it to me same address podcast at trevorleemedia.co.uk and I will aim to answer it during one of the future podcasts there we go that's the end of another podcast I'm your host Trevor Lee I'll be back next week with another episode of the sales and presentation podcast So until then, make sure you make the most of the sales and presenting opportunities that will come your way. The Sales and Presentation Podcast is a production of Trevor Lee Media.